Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. There's 15 that are genuinely deserving of being recognized in more than an OOLI scenario. I'm not sure you understand how this thing works. Uh, <laughs> you see... It should be a CT-15. Just rank them like that then. Are they not ranked? No, they're ranked, but yeah. What's the difference between your CT7 and your CT11? Because there is a certain, uh, how you say, gravitas to making it into the official list. Hey, man. I disagree. Yeah. What can I tell you? There are no participation trophies around here. <laughs> this is nothing but participation trophies. I don't know what you're talking about. Look, man, I don't care how many teams are good in the Western Conference. Eight of them make the playoffs. Yep. Not true. Two of them make the play-in. Ten now. And who knows? Even more. And we got a play-in. We got a midseason tournament. There's five teams that's going home with nothing to show for it. I'm saying we need the annual Ed Cup, you know? We need a mid-season tournament for the Ed Cup. If that's what you want to call the OOLIs this week, that's fine with me. The Ed Cup? Yes. Yeah. I'm in. I agree. <laughs> Zach deserves a special cup. A special Ed Cup. Ready when you are. I'm ready. Okay. You usually do the intros for these, so. <laughs> oh, I'm just. <laughs> God, you're just. <laughs> I was like, what are they waiting for, a formal invite? Nothing better than, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> this idea is just straight up bad. That algorithm is busted. It's among the worst ideas I've ever heard. Top five, easy. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of Sit Up Hope Top 5. That's right, it's the podcast called CT5, affectionately. It's where we 
go ahead and go through the attic and pull out the Christmas decorations from yesteryear. Pull it back out like it's brand new and just <laughs> play it off. Like, oh, remember these? Yeah. No, you know, these are new. Mm-mm. We go deep into cinephobe lore, into the canon, and pick our top fives driven? in Driven. <laughs> driven is not canon. Balls of Fury? Those are not canon. Okay, <laughs> not canon. Not, <laughs> only the canon. Only the canon. We go in there and we rank our top five favorite things among a host of different categories. Past categories have included worst dancers, vehicles, jobs, weapons, names, best 0% movies, worst 0% movies, deaths, worst picks by one of the other two guys, hats, Lewis Pinnock slash accents, unofficial awards, taglines, best songs, and dangerous nights crew when we go through the cinephobe chat you know you can check all like the photos that have been shared and stuff oh yeah i was looking for something the other day and i could and there's a section where it's just nothing but hats i had forgotten that we had done (laughs) ct5 hats best songs including maze's pick for number four island in the sun by weezer not to be confused with dancing on the sun how does that go with me walking on the sun well it's not to be confused with dancing on the sun or walking on the sun either of them no Guys, I've been thinking a lot about best songs. Oh, boy. Gotham City's got to move up, man. Boy, he can just do no wrong, huh? Gotham City's got to move up. All right. To where? Bump me up to three, please. Everything else goes down. Just put it one. You know that's where no. he wants. Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone's number one, man. Ah, uh, the Frankster. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Sly Stallone and his Instagram. Mm-hmm. But this week, guys, we have a category that's very near and dear to Zach's heart. In fact, Zach mm-hmm. proposed right before we started recording that we need to expand it to CT15, as if yeah. expanding it to 15 slots would make the ranking easier for him, but five aren't. Because they need to be official. They need to be official, official, official. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't have... thought they were official when you wrote them in your little analog notebook. Yeah. I'm talking about official, like, you can be mentioned and then you can win. And they all deserve to win. It's a different thing. Yep. Number 13 definitely is a winner in Zach Harper's book. It's way more of a winner than than OOLI 6. What are you talking about? Give me number 13 right now. Give me right now what number 13 is. I don't want to spoil anything. No, I mean, like, it's not going to be in the list. So, like, this is going to be at the end of the pot anyway. So, just give me this number 13 right now. Okay. I mean, <laughs> number 13 is Kangaroo Jack. All right. <laughs> Like, he started this whole thing off. You named every animal, basically. That's that's what we just confirmed. No, 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 no. I did not name every animal. That bull in Red Notice did not make it. The bull in Red Notice is not it. Yeah. What about the scorpions from Thousand Miles to Graceland? Let's wait. Let's just see where we are, okay? Let's see where we are. <laughs> All right. So the way we do this is we have, obviously, our top five, but then because there's always an outside looking in, we've got two outside looking in slots. We call them OLIs. What order do we want to do? Do Zach, you, me. All right. Zach, me, Maze. Wow. Go first, huh? Go first on my my category. All right. Let's go. Well, I mean, look, man, you're the headliner. Go ahead. All right. OLI, which I guess is number seven. Yep. On a CT15. For those listening, he just rolled his eyes so hard. I did. <laughs> I did. Horde. Horde. <laughs> I did. Guys, it's the man animals. <laughs> Battlefield Earth. <laughs> I, see? Here's the thing, Maze. Whenever we're doing this... I always think to myself, am I going too far here when I take certain liberties? Then I remember, no, I, I do a podcast with Zach Harbour. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> liberties. Liberties are going to be taken and shat on all of It's over. got animal in the phrase, man animal. You have to think about the world in which they're in. The man animals from Battlefield Earth. Okay. 
I'll just go. Mine's real quick. My outside looking in slot number two was Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, I mean, he started it all, man. He started it all. Yeah, He's it matters. The original. Mm-hmm. And I try to think of there any other animals in that. I know there are in the opening scene when we thought it was still going to be. A, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just an opening scene animated and the rest of the movie becomes an actual movie like Mr. Magoo. But no, they're animals in Vegas, right? Aren't there like animals in cages in Vegas? Yeah, in a circus or like a zoo or yeah, something? Like a storage of a circus or something like that? Yeah. We got to do that in Rewatchington. I would love to. I will never watch it. Oh, God. Didn't make my list. Not eligible for me because I haven't seen it. What if we agree to do Jupiter Ascending right after? We'll do a double feature. No. <laughs> then I disagree. I don't want to do that. Wow. Gone too far. Alright, my first OLI, my second OLI, whatever you want to call it. The winner... Of the parrot sweepstakes, which was a thick and competitive field here, we've got the coke-addicted parrot from the beach bum. That's Martin Lawrence's cap whack and his coke-addicted parrot. Didn't even think of it. Forgot about that movie entirely. Oh, my God. I looked at the movie. I tried to remember an animal. Could not remember one. Yes, that's right. Martin Lawrence Mm -hmm. had a parrot that really enjoyed the powder. That's a toughie, yeah. Zach. OLI number one, a.k.a. number six on my list. I looked it up just to make sure I wanted the distinction to be accurate. Mm -hmm. I didn't want any fighting on this. It is legally an animal. The bees from Wicker Man. Mm. Yeah. Maybe the stars of the movie outside of Nick Cage. Oh, not the bees. You bitches. (laughs) Great scene. Great pick. Great scene. Yeah. Love a bee. I think it was this one that. No, it was probably something after this that started the B-movie count. But Mm -hmm. it was Jupiter Ascending (laughs) that inspired. Definitely the. A big splashy entrance by bees into the Cinephobe universe. Oh my God. Yeah. In our very, very deep, rich annals of Cinephobe lore in this spreadsheet. Careful with those emphases. There is still a category for B movies. <laughs> hey, man. Simon Says had a B and Zohan. Zach. You'll be happy to know that you're in the lead with four B-movies. Hell yeah, of course I am. Get out of here. Like, that's not even close. Worker Man, Gemini Man, Green Lantern. I don't remember bees in that one. And Simon Says. Doesn't he turn the weapon into the bee or something like that? No, behave. My OLI number one. It is Jason Bateman's character in Teen Wolf 2. Your dog. Oh my God, I've been dancing with a dog. It's number 12 for me. <laughs> really? That low? I was sure he was going to crack. Look, it's a heavy field, man. Oh, man. He was so upset. He's like, I'm a dog. Well, I also got a little gun shy because of your theory, which I, I, think I agree with, that Teen Wolf is a racist movie. Oh, so that scared you. You know, you got to be careful with how you start characterizing. Teen Wolf is. Teen Wolf 2 isn't. Okay. I didn't get black vibes in Teen Wolf 2. Okay, me neither. What do you mean? Isn't that the one where she's waiting for him with a bucket of chicken? Whoa. Oh, no, no. Teen Wolf 2, yes. She actually is waiting for but the, At a picnic. But that was inadvertent. Okay, inadvertent. That was inadvertent. That was inadvertent. I don't think you could say it's inadvertent. That's not a... I know who you're talking about. You're talking about that dumb... Of February. You don't get to just say that. Yeah, that's... Uh, the girl that you don't like. Yeah, that dumb bitch. That doesn't know how to use a microscope. I don't even know how to turn on a microscope. Okay, she did not know how to use a microscope, to be fair. To be fair to Amin. She's definitely not getting... N.A. She's not doing anything truly groundbreaking. (laughs) If it's mankind, that'll never get old to me. That will never get old. My other OLI, it's been referenced a stunning amount already in this podcast. It's Stinger Rapini, half man, half bee. 
from Jupiter Ascending. That's right. Sean Bean's character. Oh, my God. No. Yet, no. Is a splice. He's trying to do. Oh, he's. Oh, no. Time out. No. Time out. Time, no. time, no. time out. He's a splice. Time out. Half man, half bean. Time out. Time out. What's Sean Bean's character's name? Stinger Apini. <laughs> Stinger Apini? Stinger. Stinger Apini. Apini. Stinger Apini is a character's name. I feel like he came up in the names episode. Did I not I'll mention him? Of course not. That's the first time I've ever heard this name. That's not possible. And I've seen that movie multiple times. No, you haven't. You've seen it multiple times? Yeah. Why? I watched it long ago before I even knew you guys. And then we watched it for Cinephone. <laughs> no, no, no. I read all the names. I read all the names from Jupiter sending in the names episode. Stinger Apini. <laughs> no. Chicanery Knight. Chicanery Knight. Balaam and Kalika Brassics. Philo Percadium. Gemma Chatterjee. Chicanery Knight is a theme party at a frat. What do you mean? I understand. It got lost in the fray because I threw so many names uh, at you. Chicanery <laughs> Knight. <laughs> hey guys, it's chicanery night. Make sure you, you know, you bring your whoopee cushions. Like, what are you talking about? You get lucky. But yeah, Stinger Apini taught us that bees don't lie. So Stinger Apini. Stinger Apini. Stinger Apini. Okay. <laughs> Zach, you're number five. One of the most underappreciated heroes in Cinephobe history. This animal sacrifice. This animal saved. This animal's a mother. It's the giant bird from After Earth that <laughs> saves no. Jaden Smith by covering him in the frost. Yeah, I had it written down. And he cries. Oh, he cries. He cried more than when his sister got killed by the Babadook in the, in the room or whatever it was. It's a condor. People believe that it is a giant condor. I wasn't sure because you have to remember it's 10,000 years in the future evolution has gone wild i don't know if it's still legally a condor so i just want to say the giant bird legally yeah i just want to make sure i want to be respectful yeah. we'll have to check with the after earth dmv <laughs> see how it's classified do you guys not appreciate that bird sacrificed itself to save jaden smith he dies without that good the movie would have been over sooner I'm, ha I'm, ha I'm happy for you number five it's a period piece what? back in the day he was brought in for entertainment, but then he got loose. Dewey! Dewey! <laughs> Dewey the Bear from Semi-Pro. <laughs> yeah, that was my toughest cut. I mean, that's my number one OOLI right there. That's a tough one, yeah. yeah. Dewey's great. Dewey's still out there. I'm coming with Crazy Fist. <laughs> Just straight up punches that bear in the face. <laughs> Kristen Wiig's so funny in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> trying to have a conversation with them. All right. My number five. You know her. You love her. She's smoking blunts and drinking green drop drinks. Oh. Amy Good Gorilla <laughs> yeah. from Congo. <laughs> number eight. Wow. Amy didn't make your list. It's a tough list, man. It's a tough list. Yeah. Had she not had that inappropriate relationship with the the guy that was watching her <laughs> wow she goes hard that's not our fault we're bringing inappropriate relationships into this also victim blame much seriously we don't know wait we can't say who was initiating what um who had the power in that relationship zach she's a fucking gorilla what are you talking about no man she's a dominant species you gonna tell that gorilla what to do no that's why they gotta they gotta get her drunk on an airplane so she'll pass out so it doesn't start <laughs> ravaging the whole plane Yes, that's exactly how uh, the power <laughs> dynamic sounds. When you have to get them nice and sauced up, Zach. <laughs> that what you do on your prom date? <laughs> I had to. <laughs> She's a gorilla. 
And I don't know if I can get away with number four. All right. I will remind you guys of what happened in the vehicles episode because it's Moose. Yeah. From the Fanatic. I had it written down. Yeah. It's Moose. Yeah. I knew it would come up. Moose is in the house. He's got antlers. He had antlers at one point. He's yelling Moose is in the house. <laughs> He's clomping all around Hollywood Boulevard, even though he respects it. Moose can kill people. He kills. Yeah. Like a real Moose. One of the greatest characters that we've ever celebrated was Moose. So, I mean, he's in the logo. He is. He's in the logo. It's hard to keep him off the list. He's like our Jerry West. Yeah. Moose is our Jerry West. Yep. Oh, all right. My number four is Killer from Half Baked. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> wow. You picked a dog. That's, yeah, no. That's surprising. Killer had a hell of a life, according to Jim Brewer. Mm. Remember, he was born to a three legged bitch. And then he had. <laughs> He grew up and then he was fighting and he was good. He was really good until he had to face his twin brother, Nibbles. If you remember the title card, the match, Mm -hmm. you know, posters had, it was killer versus Nibbles. Every dog has its day. (laughs) And then remember he he got hooked on crack and everything. So we got to do a rewatch into that. I have baked yeah for sure. I might get half baked for it. Wow. We're fully baked. We'll see how that goes. My number four. Not often do you get an animal on this list with a philosophy, with a belief system. And it goes a little something like this. As far as the girl goes, you keep her off balance. You insult her. That's right. You make her feel bad. Then you compliment her. You knock her down. You bring her up. And when she seems interested, walk away. That's mystery lion aka dentist system lion what's the other term for that what's the short term for that mace what do, what do people call that what would you do to her from the movie zookeeper that's right Sly Stallone. that's such a good episode you got to go back and re-listen to that that's such a good episode that moment and we go supercharge that or clip it i don't know yeah that's number nine on mine mystery lion that's a great character number three Amin already mentioned Dewey, of course, from uh, Semi-Pro. Mine's a different fighting bear. Uh, Mine's the bear in Central Park throwing hooks, (laughs) throwing body shots. It's the bear from Hercules in New York. (laughs) That footwork. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like Kid Sable out there. That footwork. (laughs) I mean, if anyone could go toe-to-toe with Hercules, it's that bear. (laughs) You're rough for his money for sure. Oh, man. My, My number three. I'm just going to read the quote. <laughs> For the last three days, the highest ranking official in our town has been a dead guy. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Wolves are dragging the body away as if to illustrate my point. Bye. Every time. Bye, Mr. Mayor. Every time he's going to find a way. Bye. Have fun becoming wolf shit. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Those wolves were so ass off. The pack of wolves from... <laughs> From the Louis Yeah. He's just going to find a way every time. Bye, Mr. Mayor. And I'm getting shit for Jeep and Moose. You know, guys, I think we should have a CT5 where we do the best CT5s that have been picked in multiple CT5 lists. <laughs> Still can't figure out what that is. Amin's OLI death, the mayor getting dragged away by wolves. Amin's next CT5 suggestion CT5, a million ways to die in the West. Just. <laughs> just CT5 ways to die in the West. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Slap's list will have two million somehow. <laughs> yep, it will. Oh, I can't cut them all down. I can't. It's too hard. Maze. All right. My number three. I really thought 
that I would be the first one to say this. This is the only one that I thought I got over on you guys. Most of these, you know, I thought of crossed my mind, but I thought I would be the one to come up with mad animals. No, damn. <laughs> really? I thought I told you to get some mad animals up here to fix it. It's the sixth one I wrote down. <laughs> I guess it does have animals in the name, so how can you pass it up? It does come front to mind. It's such it's such a placeholder term. Right? Yes. <laughs> it's such a placeholder term. Except it's from a book, so I guarantee it's what it was in the book. I'm going to go out on a limb and say L. Ron Hubbard used it as a placeholder and never went back to it. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Also, I like the idea that they need to differentiate between the man animals and the other animal animals, right? Which, there's not a fucking animal in that movie other than no humans and aliens. No, there's the cow that he kneecaps. Oh, that- <laughs> Which I just thought of. Oh, oh a lot. That would have been a damn good pick too, dude. Yeah, you know what? All right, hold on. I got to rethink some things. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> the leg goes flying. Oh, man. Number two. Get out of that bad animal, man. I'm Ed. Oh, man. Ed. <laughs> it's Ed. Number two. Number two? Number two. It's Ed. What? You just said the consolation cup was the Ed cup. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, who cares? It's Ed. What a misdirection. I mean, he was Mickey Mantle's chimpanzee. He wears just the worst outfit you can you can imagine. He sleeps on a bus. He's hiding under his glove. He loves his glove. He loves baseball. He sees the baseball. He's going to pick it up. and He's going to throw it. <laughs> he slings that thing sidearm. He's got arm angles. He's jumping and doing flips. The most acrobatic shit you've ever seen. I just remember the scene where he wakes up like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Rubbing his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember him at the window? Just, he sees Matt LeBlanc throwing. He goes from like, I just woke up from the deepest sleep ever to, oh my God, that guy's got gas. To the most excited chittering you've ever seen. <laughs> Whoa. Zach, is Ed, okay, I can't believe I'm saying this. Is Ed logo worthy? Yes. If <laughs> Yes, absolutely. More logo worthy. Ed surprise at Matt LeBlanc's. Pitching or Amy smoking the blunt. And you know the picture I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, that would be such a good, just in the middle of the downtown LA bridge. <laughs> oh, just the two of them <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, I think it's Ed. Really? Yeah, I think so. The excited face. Yeah. <laughs> when he sees Joey throwing pitches outside. Where are we at? Number two? You're number two. Yeah. Ed was mine. Shaka from Land of the Lost. <laughs> what? Wow. Okay. I mean. What? You see the agenda he's doing here, just the movies. What? That's interesting. What? The movies that maybe I didn't love enough, and he's like, I'm going to hammer these home with this stuff. Well, look, Chaco was an unevolved species, like a missing link. Mm. That's an animal, bro. Wow. I'm going to write it down, but I don't know how I feel about that one, man. I'd supercharge that. That's interesting. I'd supercharge it, just to be safe. Jorma, Jorma, what's his name? What's his Jorma Tacon. Tacon, there you go. Yeah, I don't know, man. Is a primitive man an animal? Is that what we're rocking with? So if so, can I can I pick Encino Man? Can I pick Encino Man? I mean, I've got Moose. Hold on. Yeah, you said man animals. (laughs) Both of you guys said man animals. All right, just asking, just asking the questions. My number two, really short appearance in the canon. Not in it for a long time, but in it for a good time. Probably the best time ever. This animal represents. Oh. It's the Black Panther sex panther from Anaconda. (laughs) We talk about that fucking panther so much. Look, man, that panther's legit. So much. The eyes popping out of the skull. (laughs) 
the wrap up by the anaconda. Mm-hmm. It really lets you know that this anaconda means business. All right. This isn't a joke. It can kill panthers. It's so surprised. Yeah. Dude, it's, <laughs> and it's, it is the unmistakable shock of something has entered a hole that should not have been entered. Right. Like, well, oh, hey, hey, what you doing down there? We've all been there. The hell you have. <laughs> all right. Number one. Yep. It's time, Zach. I'll never give up this campaign. I'll never stop. I had a chimp off. Yep. It's Roscoe. Yep. Lawnmower man. Justice for Roscoe. The best chimp I ever had, according to Pierce Brosnan. The extended version where he's up in the trees and everything. They're hunting him down. Oh, my God. Like, he steals the gun. He steals the card and everything. And he gets out of there. He shoots him. And, oh, my God. Roscoe. Roscoe was destined for greatness. Right? Like, Roscoe was destined for greatness. And the fact that he never got to fulfill that is as sad as is any unfulfilled potential story in the history of not just cinema, but of man. Roscoe Vision. Roscoe Vision. Oh, my God. <laughs> the whole movie could have been about Roscoe, and I would have been so happy. I'd do a prequel. I believe it. Number one. Number one for me. Zach kind of stole my thunder. You already said it. It's the bear from Hercules in New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good, though. The footwork is what... <laughs> like, <laughs> that bear had been... Like, that bear's been in some gyms like it's been working that bear has been training yeah like you 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 could tell it's just a little too crisp man you're not a regular bear that just walked out the forest like Mm -mm. or walked out the zoo this bear has been (laughs) he's been at golden gloves gym (laughs) that bear could go seven rounds with apollo creed right now (laughs) all right my number one you said it. Gun down in his prime. Roscoe. He's the, be- he's the best. Ever had. He's the best, man. I knew it. I knew Roscoe was good. The director's cut, you mentioned that as well. I mean, yeah. I hadn't really thought about it until just now, but were they going to upload him with the same yes. juice that they put in Job? Were they going to turn him into a lawnmower man cyber god yes was that the plan yes the plan was to evolve roscoe yeah that's a crazy movie i would absolutely watch that movie of course yeah plus his little helmet and he's an incredible gamer would he have killed the neighbor who hit his kid and said you wouldn't get stupid not if he never escaped it would be a very different movie would the woman next door have slept with him the horny woman from the gas station she would have banged job anyways who are we kidding (laughs) <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. Just slick his hair. Maybe that should have been the Dangerous Knights crew when he slicks his hair back. No. <laughs> Evolved Job. Evolved Job with the slick back hair. He was a real piece of shit, yeah. actually. You know what? I got to go back through this. He was. Real piece of shit. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. 
You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, here we go. The outside, outside looking ins, a.k.a.'s <laughs> Zach's other eight picks, I guess. Yep. The Anaconda. Yeah, I'm surprised either of you guys. Yeah, there's more than one. There's two, I think. The main one. You know which one. The one from the finale, right? Yeah, the the one that like went up the smokestack and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, that one. I mean, that one is lethal. That one is spitting John Voight back out just to eat him again. That one mm-hmm. was incredible. I've got the horse Wild Bill Burgess rode in on in Madison Square Garden. With the kicks. With the, yes. with the high top sneakers. Yes. Just want to remind everyone, the league was going to let him move the Knicks to St. Louis. <laughs> Sean Aston digging a pool. <laughs> we really should go back and do a bonus episode of Sean Aston digging a pool award. I think that would be the funniest. Go through every every movie. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe a CT5 or Sean Aston awards. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. I wish that I had gotten in, this into my list now, but it's the Dicosaurus Rex from Gili. <laughs> no, come on, man. No, that's right. That, I didn't have it down, but yes. How does that? that yes. It even, it's not even on the. On it's got Rex in it. <laughs> the Saurus Rex. It's got Saurus and Rex in it. Like, what do you want from him? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <it's> offended. <laughs> yeah, just, I, Somehow. <laughs> he made up a word. He just made up a word. Yeah, well, got to use a little imagination sometimes. Mm-hmm. Zach. <laughs> I mean, we mentioned it earlier. The scorpions. Yeah, yeah, I had that too. Those fighting scorpions, those metal scorpions. Like, oh my God. So bizarre. So incredible. <laughs> incredible. Really set in unrealistic tone for the movie too. For sure, yeah. I was expecting it to be about scorpions. Since you guys are so high on dinosaurs, I have a Teddy Rex. Yeah, yep. of course. Too annoying, but mm-hmm. deserve consideration. I had Angus, the English bulldog from Mr. Magoo. Oh, oh I forgot, forgot about, about Angus. Him. Yeah. Who actually is pretty smart, right? Like He's the smartest one in the movie. I think we gave him ass off. He was great. On the Rewashington, we gave him ass off. Yeah, every time Magoo would mess up, he'd put his paw over his head. Yeah. Like, oh, man, this guy. <laughs> now, didn't notice him when I watched it, but became cinephobe lore. It's the cat from Bloodsport. 
Oh, that was what I was going to do, man. Oh, shit. I, I swear to God, when I said that, I said, should I say Teddy Rex? Or should I say, well, since you guys like things that don't exist, oh. uh, let me just say the cat from Bloodsport. <laughs> the Kumite cat. The Kumite cat, yeah. Oh, man. All right, that's a good one. In that case, I'll go with the horny dog from Loaded Weapon 1. Oh. When he's over, Samuel L. Jackson has uh, Emilio Estevez for dinner. Mm-hmm. With his family, and first his daughter's playing footsie, then his wife, then his son, and then you see the little dog's paw. Mm-hmm. Yep. Surprised that you guys didn't bring this up. The panda bear from Taken Three that Liam Neeson oh. brings to his daughter. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. I forgot Dude, about that one. That I was looking for a picture the other day, <laughs> and then I came across that one, and I lost it because I remember like he knocks on the door, and he's got the panda up front, and then she yeah. opens, he's like, yeah <laughs> surprise it's not a panda it's your dad he's so proud of himself he's so proud he's like i fucking nailed this gift to my child in college my daughter's in college i got her a stuffed panda i got her the biggest most obvious stuffed animal she's been through some of the worst trauma you can be through got her a panda the panda was ass off though oh my god so incredible i don't think i could have gotten away with this in my in my top seven the bird that was Nick Cage's hair in the meme from Next. <laughs> when he turns around and awkwardly smiles. Yes. I've got Corky from Envy. Corky the horse. Corky! Corky, my best friend. That's a good one. Uh, poor Corky. Yeah. Howard the Duck. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was for sure top five status for Zach. Yeah. Tough one to bump down. But I had to be an honest podcaster as I always am. Beaten out by a giant condor. I mean, the evolution of the species. Well, I guess they're both evolved. Guy's a smart shark. Yeah. Deep blue sea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's fresh. And so. Do you think if there was one shark, it would be more impactful? Could you take them both as a pair? I just wrote down sharks. Yeah. It's probably more impactful if it's just one because then it's personal. Yeah. Since you have the sharks, I also have the parrot. Yep. Frank Welker's parrot. Mm-hmm. who's also horny. Very. And to round out the parrot division, we've got the fat bitch parrot from Harlem Nights. <laughs> Not that it's a fat bitch parrot, that it says fat bitch. Right. Yeah. Also, there's the cockatoo from Jack and Jill, but I didn't write that down. No. no. Oh, the eagle from Almost Heroes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that battled Chris Farley <laughs> up <Yeah>. in the tree. <laughs> and they kept going to that same B-roll shot. <laughs> same shot over and over. Mays mentioned this movie earlier. I don't know why I didn't think of Stallone. I thought of Nick Nolte's Gorilla. Mm. Going to the TGI Fridays and yeah. like gorilla lifting night. up the chicks, driving the car, dancing to, what was he dancing to? Oh, apple bottom jeans, boots with yeah. the fur. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you kept mentioning, he's like, he's just wearing a shirt. Yeah. That gorilla's dick's out <laughs> in an Applebee's. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I guess a little too on the nose, maybe. Yeah. I like them, but yeah. I thought about the, not the turtles, but like the the animals that Shredder had enhanced in mm-hmm. TMNT 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the ooh, ooh, CT5 MacGuffins. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I put them down just because I mean hated them. Frank the Pug. Men in Black too. Oh, yeah. Oh, Forgot God, about him. so annoying. So annoying. So goddamn annoying. There's one that I can't believe Amin hasn't 
mentioned yet. The cat from Fallen is the other one I have. Oh, that, no. Yeah. Not the donkey in Heartbreak Kid. (laughs) (laughs) That was not top of mind for me, Zach, but (laughs) glad to hear it was top of mind for you. (laughs) It's an animal in the movie. Uh, Isn't it like sitting in the chair, like rocking back and forth at the end? Mm Mm-hmm. Sure is. Polly's ferret. Long came Polly. The T-Rex from Land of the Lost. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Kind of an asshole T-Rex. Yeah. We'll get a better refresher on <laughs> that in the rewatchington. So when, when it makes eye contact yeah. from like a thousand miles <laughs> <Yeah>. away. <laughs> a swordfish. Yeah, the movie Swordfish makes you think of a swordfish. Well, there's the swordfish that Michael Clark Duncan knocks out in Slam and Salmon. No, not that one. No, no, no not that one. <laughs> Although that's a good one too. Any of the cats and cats, especially, but cavity. No. They would have absolutely never. No, not absolutely not. Absolutely not. The white jaguar, primal. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that. Like. Million dollars or however much mm-hmm. it was worth to him. The crocodiles from Eraser. I forgot about those. Where he shoots out the aquarium walls and the crocodiles come flooding in and yeah. eat a bunch of bad guys, and then he shoots them and he says, "Your luggage." Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember that. TGT. The hippos in Congo. Yeah. That's when I learned that, that hippos were dangerous. Yeah. You know, there's the terrible looking white gorillas too. <laughs> Don't forget them. Yep. I got those as well. Yep. Those are on my <laughs> list as well. <laughs> Got to be respectful. The turtle man and master of disguise. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought about that. That was another no for me. The demon dog in the bye bye man. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I had the pot smoking dog and the ostriches from dude. Where's my car? Yep. Yep. Got those as well. Mechanical spider, Wild Wild West. Thought about it. Thought about it too. The topping off polar bear from Out Cold. Oh, I thought oh, about. I didn't write it down, but I thought thought about that for sure. Yep, that is. Also thought about Catwoman, you know, but she sucks. Oh, I got her down. Oh yeah, Catwoman. Yeah. What do you mean she sucks? Catwoman's great. If Catwoman counts, does Batman count? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But he sucks. What about Batgirl? No, that's England. <laughs> Alfred. Robin. England. London. <laughs> Crumpet. I just came from Cambridge where I'm a computer science wizard. Yeah. Let me hack by Alfred. Patreon.com slash count the digs and get in that discord. You can do some CT5s with us. You can put your CT5 list or suggestion in that discord. Make sure you're checking out all the stuff we have from the Patreon that offers ad-free episodes, re-Washington events, which next week, Land of the Lost. So sign up. There you go. Sign up. It'll be sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Great marketing plan right there. And I have Sign up to find out when it is. Land of the Lost Free Washington next Monday, October 23rd. Sign up for the Patreon. Join us on Playback. It's going to be a great time. Let me say this. The Rewatchingtons have really grown into something truly special because it's us interacting with you guys. You guys are in the chat. And you're making jokes, and the jokes are really funny, man. I mean, and I were talking about that the other day, like about how yep. people have, in the chat have like made us really laugh and really brought an extra energy that we need. We wouldn't talk about that in public, but we talked about it in private, and it was yeah, yeah, it was a genuine conversation. I mean, Zach and I were always talking in the rewatchingtons about how it's a cosmic gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I like that joke. You knew I'd like that joke. <laughs> I got to watch that clip again. I want to hype up the interactivity of it all because it's not just, oh, we're just going to watch this movie again, watch them talk about a movie again. It's your ability to jump in and add your own notes to what's already happened. Also, what I like about the rewatching thing, which happened a lot lately, is 
we're noticing things that we didn't notice, like squints. Yeah, Zach's number one piece of shit from his Dangerous Night Screw draft. If you didn't get that, if you didn't know who Sammy Squint Spaghetti was, it's because you weren't there for the rewatchington. So you got to tap in, and then you get unexpected Easter eggs like that. Justice for Roscoe. The best chip I ever had. <laughs> I'm going to smoke a cigarette at 3 a.m. in bed. <laughs> Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade. Thank you.